Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where the two of us endeavor to read the entirety of the in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time. We're back. How's it going, Will? It's going. Yeah. It, it sure is going. You uh you you been you been you been reading anything, watching anything, playing anything lately? Um yeah. Uh I've been watching a lot of Alfred Hitchcock movies. Oh yeah, you, you mentioned um, that. Um uh, Rear Window is a banger. Yeah. Rear Window is a great movie and everyone should watch it if they haven't seen it already. Okay. okay. Um and I finished the first Law trilogy by Joe Abercrombie. Law um, trilogy. The first Law trilogy is what it's called. Oh. As in the first Law, not the the first of the Law trilogy. Do you see what I mean? Yes. The trilogy yes. Is, the trilogy is called the first Law. Right. Um, what is the first Law? Is that a spoiler? Uh, don't talk to demons. Oh, okay. The second rule of of first Law, don't talk to demons. No, the first rule of first law, don't talk to demons. The second rule of first law, don't eat people. Ah. Hmm, Literally, wow. those are the two the two rules. Don't talk to demons and don't be a cannibal. Yeah, that second one seems pretty easy. Mm, well, you'd think that, but... Yeah. Also, in, in those books, uh, I don't think this is really a spoiler. This is revealed pretty early on, but eating people also, like gives you superpowers yeah this is, this is that's giving me like uh devil man crybaby vibes kind of hmm. um it was really good i enjoyed it a lot it's it's a little bit like edgy like yeah. dark fantasy. yeah uh just based on the the, the the two things i know about it yeah it sounds, <laughs> yeah, sounds right. like it <laughs> but uh but it was, i thought it was really good the okay. characters were interesting and, and well written nice nice uh, i mean it helps also that i was listening to the audiobook and the person who read it i think did a really good job mm, that's good that's always nice it adds a lot of characterization i think when everyone has like a distinct voice and whatnot yeah uh i have been watching a bunch of mobile suit gundam and oh yeah you're on the gundam train now yeah yeah the the original series uh, from the 70s which is very very good and very ridiculous and uh very fun yeah, I started listening to the the Great Gundam Project, which is a podcast that has their own endeavor of watching uh, yeah, all of almost, all of Gundam, which almost is almost as uh, ambitious an endeavor as our own. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so that's that's been fun. There's a lot of Gundam. There's a lot of Gundam. <laughs> there's uh, yeah, I was gonna say there's at least as many Gundam episodes as there are Pokemon, but I'm not sure. They might be. That might be a a close call. Um, there's probably I know there's as many like One Piece episodes as there are Pokemon. At least yeah, One Piece chapters. Uh, how many? Gundam I think there's like nine hundred One Pieces. Are there? Um, so yeah, I've been watching a lot of a lot of Mobile Suit Gundam and a uh, reading a lot of Eternals, which I've I've gotten into um, like roughly a year after watching the movie for some reason. But <laughs> here we are. Uh, that's been fun. Um, yeah, the Kieran, Kieran Gillen Eternals run, I highly recommend. Uh, and I've also been reading I've the original only, Jack uh, Kirby stuff, which is fun. I've only read the Neil Gaiman Eternals. I have not read that one, but it's probably going to have to get up on the list now that I'm that I'm deep in it. Uh, it's definitely like, a, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the Kieran Gillen stuff is like, but it's, it's definitely trying to do like a, you know, um, 
sort of origin story type thing for them. Mm. Yeah, I liked I liked Kieran Gillen's run because it's it's a little less uh, origin focused, but it has a lot of lore and data sheets and it's like full page spreads of like names of characters and like their role mm. in and different functions of eternal society. It's sort it's, of a uh, that gives me Jonathan Hickman vibes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I I kind of bounced off it when I first read it. Um, like a while ago, but then I saw the movie and I was like, "Oh, I know who these characters are now," and <laughs> right, went yeah. a lot better. Yeah, uh, but yeah, check that out. Um, anyway, we're talking about stuff because uh, we, this, the the Pokemon we're talking about today does not have a lot of entries, and I don't have an extended oh, anime yeah. quarter to to pad yeah, this episode yeah, yeah, yeah. out. With. You don't have any. You don't have any like diabolical Pokemon sociopaths to expose this week. You no, mean? not really. That was bonkers <laughs> i just i know we spent a lot of time talking about it last week but that heel turn of an already villainous character was yeah. like jarring yeah no shape seamus uh one of one of pokemon's greatest villains for one sure. of history's greatest monsters yeah Seamus. yeah uh not all monsters come in pockets um as they say <laughs> Um, All right, uh, <laughs> we're past that now. Um, we're we're, uh, we're past the, the the fiery adolescence of of Pig Knight, um, right. who, who who evolved from Tepig, and now we're on to the the final stage of this evolutionary line. Its name is Embor, <laughs> the biggest pig of them all, of these all at least. Uh, it's a pretty big pig. Yeah. You can be a big pig too. Hold yes, this I'm, this joke I know we endures. Did that joke like twice last week. But yeah. God, we're just we're routing I, it out. I think you mentioned. Listen, I think you said I it in the, the first rules. in the Tepic episode, and then Pig Night, and now here we are. It's it's. We'll work it in the next episode too oh, somehow. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I wonder at this point, you know, however many episodes in, 150 episodes in, how what percentage of our jokes are recycled? Because mm. I. I don't have that deep of a deck or that long of a memory. So, like, it's entirely possible that it's a pretty high percentage. Yeah, you've People almost... People binge listening this and being like, Will has a goldfish brain. <laughs> yeah, you know, you've got, it like, uh, uh, another kind of deep cut, but a more civilized age, the other podcast we listened to a lot, Natalie talked about how uh, she mm, just forgets yeah. things, and so yeah, yeah. they talked about like a certain character coming up, and then it happened in the show, she's like, oh, I, I she's totally like, forgot what? that he, he came. Yeah. We, we already talked about this, so yeah. It's, it's good, because then you get to listen to our, our podcast uh, kind of fresh, fresh almost. And you yeah. can tell me what I what often will like made. find myself like saying something, when, when and if I listen to our show, I I will find myself reacting to stuff and like saying stuff. And then I say it on the show immediately afterward, of course, because it's you. I only have the one brain. Yeah. Uh, for now, for um, now, uh, but that's, but, a, that's a different project, <laughs> but yeah, here we are. Welcome to, to big, big two, uh, the, the sequel to, to, to pig night. Sequel to big pig <laughs> number 500. Uh, the big five hundred. Um, number five hundred flat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still a fire and fighting type. It is no longer the fire pig Pokemon. It is now the mega fire pig Pokemon. <laughs> nice. Which <laughs> is great. Um, you love it. What like, no mega evolution to speak of. Um, but. But you, you do need to know that this is the mega fire pig. Mega fire pig. This isn't just any old fire pig. Mm-mm. 
And you can tell it's a mega fire pig because it's uh, 5 foot 3 inches uh, tall on average and a whopping 330.7 pounds. That is a hefty boy. Yes, the heftiest of, of, of boys and boars. Uh, <laughs> 5 foot tall, 330 pounds. That's, yeah, dense, wide. Mm-hmm. Very a lot, big. A lot of meat on this pig. It's, mm-hmm. uh, gosh, imagine like a... A luchador sumo wrestler with a with yes. a fiery mane akin to Endeavor from My Hero Academia, um, and you've got Embor. Yeah, pretty much. That was very efficient. <laughs> it's uh, got. It looks like it's wearing clothes, what? but I don't know if that's fur or what. It's got kind of surprisingly small looking like biceps, but very large forearms. Yeah, and that's fists. A, now that you mention it. Those buys are a little underwhelming, huh? Yeah, it's it's all forearm strength. That's with, not what Embor is about, I guess. Yeah, um, it's got kind of these these these. It's 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 hard. It looks like clothing, basically. It looks like one huge kind of like belt or like a sumo kind of wrap around mm-hmm. like the belly. Uh, but again, it's got the that was kind of like with some like Chinese cool golden like designs. accents. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it looks like it's wearing pants. Like it, it looks yeah. like just pants. Like. Or, or like red tights with these kind of like black if boots. If it's not and wearing trim. clothes, then it has some very like well-defined fur, fur stripes. Yeah, <laughs> and and they're very bright and like popping colors. Yeah, um, it's got two like sharp kind of like toe hoof nails and like kind of three sharp claws on its uh, hands, which are kind of interesting because that's not typically what I think of when I think of like a wrestler pigs. or fighting like or pigs, but. That's what we get. Um, they do have claws. It's part of the deal, I guess. It's got a very cool, uh, like, unibrow that looks like smoke. Uh, it, like, that comes kind of, up off of its head. Yeah, and into, like, a, a like a, like a, a laurel, like, wreath, like, mm, like, a, like, yeah. but, like, backwards uh, yeah. to give it a cool kind of angry eyebrow look. It's got big old tusks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't, don't big, mess big the Big, wide, big, wide mouth with tusks. Yeah. Grinning. Yeah, ready to fight. Um, if Looking ever very uh, confident, I yes. would say. I would describe its look as confident. Got that swagger for sure. Yes, big uh, grin, big strong pig. Yeah, no, this 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 pig's ready to go toe to toe with uh, E Honda from Street Fighter. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, oh, also, it's uh, its tail, um, which has gone from like a, a little. Like, oh, it does have a tail, doesn't it? It was a glowy you can't orb. See it in some of the images, and so, then it was like smoke. Yeah, like a smoke cloud, and now it's like a exploded smoke something. cloud. Like yeah, it's like it's, spiky now. Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's not like on fire like I was expecting it to be. Yeah, um, that would have been the progression that I expected. Yes. Yeah, but this is cool. I like this. It's 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 good to not have all of your fire Pokemon have tails that are on fire. Uh, <laughs> right, and if we can't predict the look of the Pokemon, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, that means they're 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 shaking things up, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Embor, why don't you uh, walk us through the name? They've, they've all been pretty straightforward in terms of the English name, uh, to be honest. And here I think we will see yeah, no I difference. Yeah, I mean, Tepig, I think the only reason that I hadn't gotten Tepig prior to this was that I didn't, like, Tepid doesn't really make sense to me mm. when it's a fire Pokemon. But in this case, Embor is, yeah, pretty straightforward. Ember, Bor, Embor. Yeah. Um, kind of... I mean, they they did what sounded good. Ember, I wouldn't expect to be the, like, 
final stage. Right. You know, I would have expected them to go with like bonfire or something like that. Although honestly, um, like if and in a progression from tepid to ignite to ember, it kind of does make right. sense. But you think this would? That's true. They started low. Normally, by this point, we're onto like blaze, like Blaziken or Monferno for Monferno. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, but but ember, uh, ember works. We'll take it. Uh-huh. Embor. Um, so that's the English, Spanish, and Italian name. The Japanese name is. Uh, oh, I didn't even. Oh, I wait. didn't put it in there. I just put what it's from. Uh, you also didn't. I put did that for the, the German uh, as well. The German. <laughs> well, don't worry about that. I'll skip ahead. Maybe I'll skip ahead to the French while you're working on this. Okay. Give it. What's the French name? All right. So the French name is what? Roy de Flamme. Okay, that sounds Roy right. Roy Tiflam. Um, so Roy, R-O-I, is king in, in French. And Roti is roasted. So Roy T, king, roasted, and flam is flame. They're, so they're they're combining uh, king and roasted into one word, Roy T, and then flam is just flame. The roasted flame so, king. So uh, the roasted flame king. Um, Which I believe uh, Pig Knight had... Yeah, the French was grotichon uh, from from. It also had roti roasted, cochon pig, mm, mm-hmm, and roast fat. Mm-hmm. So, so they're into the roasted stuff going on here. It's just a king now. Yes. Um. So that's the French. The Korean is yom muang. Yom muang. Uh, yom is flame. Mu is martial arts, and Wang is king. So the flaming martial arts king, uh, dope. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, um, this this is uh, more or less a following the lines of the Japanese name, which I which I've got up here. Yeah, now. let's let's jump back up to the Japanese. Enbuo, uh, en flame, buta pig or boo. Wait, what? Buta is pig. Boo is martial arts. I thought boo was the oink noise. Isn't the boo, onomatopoeic uh, the you, oink noise You with boo? the dash over it is boo Oh, is, it's got an, boo, uh, uh, an accent. Yes. So there's a lot of, like, pig, martial arts, oink. They're all right in the same, yeah. uh, similarly pronounced. Um, and then the O is uh, king. And they might also still be doing going for ember and boar. Yeah. Um. Flame, pig, martial arts, king. Yeah, but yeah, and then yeah, Enbor because its its name is Enbor, like it's, it's Enbor. It sounds very very close to, to Enbor, somehow. Um, um, Enbor. The German name, I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. The German name is Flambirex. Yeah. So that's a combination of Flambieren, which is to flambe, and Rex, which is like king latin like or something or latin yeah, yeah i believe that's the latin root for for king Rainy um king. yeah the flambe king the king of flambe yeah no and also flambirex is just a cool name yeah flambirex cool um and our final names here are the chinese the mandarin and cantonese are yan wu wang or yin wu wang from Yan or Yim, which means flame, Wu or Mu, which means martial arts, and Wang or Wong, which means king. So, flaming martial arts king yeah. in uh, Chinese, in Korean, in Japanese. 
Yeah, they all bring in the martial arts element to it, which yes, German, I, French, which makes English, me Spanish, think they, they make no mention of, of its fighting it's prowess It's got a at little all. bit, it's kind of had like some vague luchador vibes for a while now, but I think they're really bringing home the like sumo energy with this final stage. Definitely, I think that's yeah. definitely intentional. And yeah, Pig, Pig Knight was fighting type and it definitely had, you know some fighting elements to its design i think um but here here we're, we're kind of full on the the king of, of fire sumo and more mm-hmm. um it looks cool it's a it's a big big fighting rassle pig with <laughs> it is a rassle pig yeah uh i dig it yeah I feel like this is a cool chain. I, I would I would pick this one. Yeah. Well, it was it was uh, Tepig. Is this the Oshawott generation, right? Uh, Tepig, Oshawott, and Snivy. The oh, I can't remember its name. Snivy. Grass type. Snivy. Um, yeah, I think I'm a I'm an Embuer. I'm a Tepig main probably. I definitely like Oshawott, and that's why I picked when I played. But I think I like M. Uh, Embor more than Samurai. Yeah, for sure. I think I would be, uh, for me, I'd be Snivy, Embor, and Duat would be would be my picks. Uh, mm-hmm. One of each. I usually have one of each as as a fave. Just like the just like the you know, the Pokemon trainer in like Super Smash Bros or whatever. Mm, like you get yes, pick, yes. You pick one of each and one evolution of each. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I roll. Um. Yeah, that's uh, Embor's many names. Um, it's uh, it's cool looking. We got a whopping three entries uh, Woo, for for this one. Up, y'all. <laughs> let's let's dive right in. All right, Black Version says it can throw a fire punch by setting its fists on fire with its fiery chin. <laughs> it cares deeply about its friends. <laughs> okay, I love the juxtaposition there. First of all. <laughs> I'm now seeing its fiery mane as like a beard. Yes. I was like, the fact that it connects under its mouth was making me think that it was just like kind of had like a necklace of fire. Right. But it's like, no, 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 that's its fiery chin. Right. It's well, it's such like, <laughs> that it's fire like a big, is it's a big fat pig. Like you don't see a discernible chin anywhere on there. Like, <laughs> right. It's all neck. No, that's a, that's a fire beard. Yeah. Right there. Um, um, and it apparently sets its own hands on fire. By scratching its beard, I by guess. scratching its beard. <laughs> and also, unrelated, it cares deeply about its friends. <laughs> Naturally. Which seems to be, I mean, I would expect that to be a trait that's pretty common to Pokemon writ large. Right. Um, but apparently it's a significant enough character trait for Emboard that it's worth commenting upon. Hon- so. Honestly, this feels like something that would be... That would vary Embor to Embor, like you know, like do they all mm. care about their friends? Every deeply? single one of them. Like that's that seems like a very Across general across the board. Statement. They're an extremely social pig. Yeah, um, it it does make sense uh, based on um, the the anime I talked about with uh, with Pig Knight. Um, it it, it te- yeah. evolved after the. Uh, it's it's the, the loss of its, its the sh- comrade, the Seamus comrade. Yeah, um, <laughs> so it definitely cares about its friends. Um, but yeah, and then I, I remember uh, Pangoro, if you recall, uh, Moon says that it's eager to tussle but kind-hearted toward its companions. Mm. Um, so it was like a very 
very friendly. It seems like they want powerful. to make sure that they can reinforce that fighting Pokemon don't necessarily want to fight all the time. Right. They're just good fighters, right. but they still are like caring individuals. Right. They care deeply about their friends. Yeah, no, they're all they're all Goku. It's okay. Don't worry I about was a, it. God, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> These are not Vegetas. No. These are Gokus. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I, I love it. setting its fists on fire with its fiery chin. <laughs> I guess its fists must be like, you know, Flat, not harmed flat, by that process. And, I like, hope imminently flammable. Like, yeah, right. Constantly flammable and yet also not damaged by this process? Question mark. Yeah. It's, uh, but that chin just always be on fire. I guess so. Hands are ready to catch. Right, and then you can catch the hands. And then you'll catch hands. Thank you, Brayden, <laughs> for knowing my mind. Um, <laughs> it can throw a fire punch by setting its fists on fire with its fiery chin. Um, uh, I do appreciate, like, they don't capitalize it like like the move would be, but they, they're kind of explicitly right. name-dropping a move in a Pokedex a, a move. entry. Yeah, nice. fire punch is a thing, right. And that it's nice that they're giving us the official procedure for how it's done. Right. It, it's important that you be aware that it can't just catch its fists on fire at will. It no. does have to stick them into its fire beard <laughs> yeah. in order to do this. It, it strokes its chin a little bit and then winds mm. up for a punch. Mm. It's... If my beard was made of fire, my hands would be on fire all the time. Yeah. Because I just absently, you know, I'm a fidgeter. Yeah, or maybe you would stop doing that because you, mm. you would keep You'd constantly think. burn your hands. Yeah, past evidence would indicate that I am not very good at learning my lesson. <laughs> well, try putting, like, some, some, like, poison ivy in your beard and then see how much you, <laughs> you scratch it. I might, I might learn. Yeah. I might eventually learn. God. Um... I also care deeply about my friends. Right. Side note. Uh, I, 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 I do too, I think. <laughs> I, what I like I'm saying is that I'm, I'm basically Ambor. Um, we, we all wished our friend a happy birthday the other day, albeit kind of late. Yeah, I uh, mean, I, I didn't even make it on the actual day. <laughs> yeah, you got there. Oops. You're, you're on a later time zone since you got you to gotta sleep. Uh, but... Yeah, Embor, uh, a fiery fighter that loves friendship. Um, you, you love to see it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Uh, let's, I love a fighter that values their friends. Let's learn more about every anime character. It's Beard. <laughs> okay, uh, White Version says, It has mastered fast and powerful fighting moves. It grows a beard of fire. <laughs> Now this implies to me a beard of fire. that growing a beard of fire is a fast and powerful fighting move, <laughs> <laughs> which it kind of is because it allows it, you to set your fists on fire exactly. so you can do a fire it's, punch. It's you know it was mastering fast and powerful fighting moves and it was like how do I master this one? And its teacher was like, well first you're gonna want to grow a beard of fire <laughs> because that's that's part of it. Yeah, you need to be able to set your fists ablaze at at will. Like it doesn't have to be a like a beard, but that's gonna be the a, a nice easy to reach spot for your fists to get to, you know. Yeah, that's a, right, easily accessible. Right. Um, um I think this good is good to know also that despite its sort of bulk and heft, that it, it is it is fast. In yeah, addition Pick, to powerful. Pick Knight was very fast. Um, they I remember last episode they talked about how much the fire in its stomach would burn and how much its agility that would and speed increased. Go faster, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's like a naturally powerful and strong Pokemon, 
and the addition of the fire in its belly gives it uh, unexpected speed boost. It's got those hot feet. Mm-hmm. Um, hot guts. Uh, Altogether, though, kind of a weak uh, and lazy entry, to be honest. It's as <laughs> yeah. fast and powerful fighting moves. I would hope that my stage two fighting type Pokemon would, would do this. <laughs> Had done that, yeah. yeah. I made sure that it did master fast and powerful fighting moves. I did that. Yeah. Me. And it grows a beard of fire. It's like, yeah, I, I see that. <laughs> it's one of the most prominent things about it. Um, do you think that it grows a beard of fire like it grows... after it evolves? Or does it grow one as it evolves? Does it start with fire stubble? Is it like growing yeah. it like beard hair? Yeah, like... that seems to be the implication, right? It's not like it just, like, it has a burning mantle of fire it's like no it has to grow a beard of fire does it need to shave it's a process no because it just lets that fire go it's like in a spray bottle and i kind of spray it down so it doesn't get the, too big the more you let it grow the easier it is to set your hands on fire <laughs> i guess so or sometimes you don't want your hands to be on fire so that's sort of a double-edged sword it cares deeply about his friends so it's probably going to try to hug you at some point it's gotta, yeah that's true gotta... the bigger that fire beard the harder it is for your friends to get close to you Embor. right and you got to keep it out of your eyes uh, because if you imagine a fire burning just under your mouth like that's going to get in your eyes all the yeah, time yeah it's going to go straight up <laughs> although Embor's does seem to do it the courtesy of growing sort of around its face yeah but even still like fire burning there like yeah i don't know it's a, it's a you know it's a tricky it's a tricky grow for, for a, a creature that we know we know two things about embor one well we know more than two things but two of the primary things we know about embor is that it is a fast and powerful fighter uh with fire punches and that it cares deeply about its friends and it's interesting that two entries in, we've got these two traits sort of already in opposition to one another. It's like, yes, you care deeply about your friends, but also you got that big old fire beard. Mm, it's, and it's really a, interfering a, a with your friendship. A classic Edward Scissor's hands situation. <laughs> yeah. Embor. Uh, poor Embor. So tragic. You just, you want to bring people closer to you, but your fire beard is pushing them away. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's, it's so tall and big, like you could probably get mm. around. Yeah, um, but it's not actually that tall. It's only five foot, but that's as compared to other Pokemon. Right. If its friends are other Pokemon, then yeah, it's pretty tall. Yeah, um, or ten-year-old children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is the the most common friendship for Pokemon right. for sure. What what do you what do you do when you turn eleven in the Pokemon world? Do you is that retirement? Like clearly not, but like. I'm wondering, like, that's when you become. That's when you settle down and become a gym leader. Yeah, or if you're really good, join the elite four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably closer to like your teens, I imagine. But and then you do that for the rest of your life. Until some you're... of those elite four people are like aged. Right. Yeah. No, Agatha's been at it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she's been she's been doing it. Doesn't she have like some history with Oak or something? Yeah, she she's, like, that old fraud. Like, yeah, she kind of implies that like he could be doing he, a, he could be doing what she's doing if he wasn't so busy fiddling with his Pokédex. Yeah, um, yeah. If he wasn't like a weird Pokemon sadist who was just wanted to do experiments all the time. Right, right. Yeah, no, her ghost type Pokemon are all the ghosts of Pokemon. He's he's murdered <laughs> in experiments. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, getting getting a little dark, but Whew. It's, it's, our our Professor Oak canon just gets darker and darker. Yeah, it's my my He's Agatha, our, fan just our favorite uh, 
favorite target for all of the spite and badness in the yeah. world. It's all Oak. So I know last episode we, we said, move over, Oak. It's time for Seamus. And here we are, back to Oak already, <laughs> one episode later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, let's do our last entry, I guess. All right, Black and White 2. A flaring beard of fire is proof that it is fired up. It is adept at using many different moves. Well, okay. sh- well shucks, again, like... That I, changes I, things. Most Pokemon are adept at using many different moves. Yeah, that's that's, that's a nothing. That's like the whole point. Of... A real nothing sandwich on the end there. Oh, gosh. But, uh, okay, um, it's flaring beard of fire. That it grows is proof that it is fired up. Okay. Here's, here's my takeaway. Uh-huh. It grows a beard of fire... But what they mean by that is not that it grows a beard of fire at the speed that I might grow a beard. Its beard its beard grows as it becomes, quote-unquote, fired up. Right. As it right. gets riled, the beard grows in intensity, which very neatly solves the problem that we were talking about last entry. Right, as long as When it's, it's not fired up and just hanging with its chill friends, right. the beard recedes. But it does care deeply about other friends, so it might get fired yeah, up about hanging out with It might get fired up about them. how much it loves its friends and right. then accidentally set them on fire with its beard. Oh, man. Uh, don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've burned many friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flaring beard of fire is proof that what an interesting word way to word that. Um, yeah, pretty pretty bad uh, <laughs> sentence construction. As yeah, usual. for for an encyclopedia, mm-hmm. not not how I want to be uh, digesting my facts. But okay, um, gets fired up, grows a beard. It can use many different moves. Yeah, no, um, that's gosh. I just feel like we're we're getting robbed of 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 good info by just these these generic Pokemon facts. Um, and it's upsetting me. <laughs> it yeah. can use moves. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so can literally every other Pokemon. It's mastered fast and powerful fighting moves. It's adept at using many different moves. Like, it's yeah, like, okay. That's most, like, you want to surprise me, tell me about Mew, who can use any move. Like, yeah. that was that was interesting. Yeah, are you going to draw the conclusion that Embor has everyone's DNA? Seems like <laughs> no. Hmm, weird. Yeah, no, probably not. Um... Yeah, that's uh, that's Embor, I guess. Um, it's tragically all we get for Embor. I do like how beard focused the entries were. <laughs> so that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, I I've watched uh, an episode that 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 featured uh, Embor in a fight, but like we didn't, it didn't even get like a Pokedex entry oh, in the show at all. Um, and the the episode's main focus was about. Uh, Bianca being very obsessed with uh, Pokemon having big muscles and wanting to touch them. And it was uh-huh. like, okay. Hmm. It was... Interesting. Yeah. Um, Specifically talking directly to a certain segment of the Pokemon fandom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, she has an Embor, and I think it lost a fight with, with Conkledor or something. Mm. Um, and that's, yeah, there was no... It was just a battle. Like There was no deeper... And bore lore to be had, much to my chagrin. Um, Unfortunate. I don't think Ash's uh, Pignite even evolves into Embor, oh. um, as far as I know. Um, maybe it's more. Uh, maybe there's more going on with Embor in the in the manga. I, I certainly hope so. Um, I think it deserves more of a presence in Pokemon fiction than it has for sure. Uh, 
Because it's a it's a cool looking big fire pig. Yeah, um, I again would not have labeled that a beard. So very interesting to like. I think you had it right with mane, but apparently it is a beard. Yeah, I mean, right. a beard is a it's is a, cool. is a, is a kind of that. mane. Yeah, I've, if, I've got a mane. Sure. If, if my beard went all the way like over my shoulders, like mm. it does, like I would, mm. I think it, I would classify it as a mane. You could turn that mane into a cape. We have. Talked about this before, but your discussion of beards going over shoulders has made me remember Ron Perlman's hair in uh, the Blade movie that he's in, where his mustache oh. just connects all the way around the back of his head I into to... one continuous stripe of hair. Oh it's the I greatest thing I've ever seen. To look it's up that incredible. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I'm wow. pretty sure we can thank Guillermo del Toro for that one. And uh, it's like it's trimmed. In, like, yeah, it's, it's, like a very, a, it's like a very, a very narrow stripe line. of hair around yeah. his head. Wow, Ron, <laughs> way to go! Incredible. Um. So yeah, here we are. Uh, Embor, the Ron Perlman of Pokemon. That's a good start, as any. Um, the Ron Perlman. Also, his character's name in that movie is Dieter Reinhardt. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Sorry, uh, for the the uh, Ron Perlman digression. I, you know, I can't resist talking about that. Yeah, no, you always got, got Perlman on the brain. Yep. Um, okay, so Embor, uh, the Ron Perlman of Pokemon. <laughs> uh, go. It's, it's flaming beard is used to set it. I don't know. Why is it setting itself on... It's on fire and then using that fire to set itself more on fire. Yeah. It's, it's flaming beard is great for self-immolation. Hmm. But bad for f- hugs with friends. But bad for uh, hugs. <laughs> Look at there. Did you know that it can use moves? <laughs> it can do stuff. It can shoot beams. Like all Pokemon. Have, have you seen the beams? Have These you seen Pokemon the beams shooting? This boar? They're just shooting beams from their mouths. What is the deal with that? I'm glad it shot that rat and not that skyscraper. <laughs> I'm glad every day that the Pokemon don't rise up and destroy us. I'm so thankful that Pokemon care deeply about their friends and that we've managed to endear <laughs> we, ourselves to them. Right, <laughs> that we are included on that list. Despite the behavior of some humans, like Seamus, who apparently just willy-nilly abandoning Pokemon yeah, but left he, and right. Seamus has an Embor um, at, uh, in that episode. If you keep doing that, eventually those Pokemon are all going to get together and talk to one another and be like, actually, people are bad. No. And we absolutely <laughs> have the power to wipe them from the face of the Earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the, the Mewtwo uh line of of logic at least at the start um being mean to pokemon is the global warming of the pokemon world (laughs) yeah you can only keep doing it for so long without dire consequences yeah yeah that's that's fair um what speaking of the the delicate balance between humanity and pokemon what is the humanity score for embor um okay one, it looks like it's wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. Humanoid Two, shape. It's humanoid shaped and standing on its hind feet like a human, mm-hmm. doing sort of sumo stuff, which is fairly human. Yeah. Um, 
Also, the stuff about it caring deeply about its friends, I guess, is a human trait, although not all humans care deeply about their friends. Yeah, but even, like, bad people probably care deeply about yeah. the ones close to them. Yeah. I would hope. Yeah. God. I think I think it gets some points Yeah, for caring deeply about its friends. Uh, we gave Pig Knight a four, but I think we're up to, like, almost a seven or something. Yeah, I think we're getting up there, because this is just kind of a guy. Right, and it's like it doesn't do anything like we, like we, a large a large man with a flaming if who had a beard of flame is basically Embor. Yeah, you know? like yeah. there's not that much different. Right. Um. So I, I, yeah, I think I, seven is acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Deadliness. It is on fire all the time. Just That's the kind sheer, of inherently dangerous. The sheer size and weight. And the fact that it's yeah. on fire and that it can and do a fire punch. In the habit of lighting its fists on fire and then punching people with them. Well, yeah. not people necessarily, but you know. Yeah. Still, get some points for that. We're probably at like a... Five? Yeah, I don't think we can go super high. I think five is fine. I think it's, it's one it's of those Pokemon our, that, our classic that could, dilemma. Could, uh, could definitely kill us if it wanted to, but, but doesn't, doesn't seem, seem like it wants to. Super predisposed to that, yeah. Yeah, unless you, unless you mess with its friends, mm-hmm. in which case. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of always the, the thing. Right. Um, Petworthiness. Uh, I mean, if you endear yourself to it, it cares deeply about its friends. So it, is, it is on fire. But it is like, on fire all the time. It is also just like a big pig dude. Um, is, do, you, do, do you think Pokemon lose pet points for, for being for 300 standing, pounds? No, for, for standing upright. Like, um, I do think that the sort of humanity and pet worthiness scales are in some ways kind of converse to one another diametrically opposed yeah the higher the humanity score goes the more uncomfortable i get about the pet yeah it's a little uncanny valley Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah it is standing on two legs and it would just kind of walk around your house like a 300 pound human being and be like hey what's up but it also be super cool. So I don't know. It does seem like a buddy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm kind of feeling like middle of the road here. Like, it depends on what your values, uh, what what you value in a pet. Right. Um, how many different moves it can use, um, <laughs> and, and if it can how set much its hands cares, on fire. How much it cares about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I think a five again, yeah. probably. Yeah, because Tepig was a six. Um, I'd rather have a Tepig, to be honest. Yeah, although we put Pig Knight up to eight, because look at that, look at that little guy. I'd rather have a Pig Knight. Yeah. Embor, is too big for me to keep it as a pet, I think, and too much of yeah. just a human person. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Embor. We did it. We did it. That's been in and out. Another complete chain. Tragically, a little short on the entries, but um, still, uh, as is often the case with this show, I am uh, I'm a fan now. Turns right. out, like didn't didn't know a whole lot about the Tepig and its its whole family going into it, but um, shucks if I'm not uh, on I'm, on board. I'm charmed. I think I like all three of these evolutions. Often I'm yeah. like grumpy about where it ends up, but I actually like this one. Yeah, Quite usually there's, there's there's one the kind of oddball. Yeah, stage. or like the final evolution is like too cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's like cool guy, but it's like a little bit dopey, a little bit silly in yeah. a way that I like. And it's like, and it's just a sumo wrestler. Which yeah, is it's also like a cool. big like fat character, which is also yeah. just not something that I'm gets a lot that. of straight, you know, representation. Yeah, in not as not a straight fat person, but a. Uh, 
I know what uh, you meant. A not played for jokes fat person. Yes, yes, yes. The straight man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, Because as I've mentioned before, there are no straight Pokemon. Uh, Oh my gosh. I've just been... We're just name dropping every single podcast on this episode. But I've been listening to Just King Things. Oh, yeah. Which is... the guys who do their like range touch, they have a they have a bunch of podcasts and do a lot of like you know in, in depth analysis of like video games and whatnot. But they're reading all the Stephen King books, mm. and I just listened to the episode that they did on it. Um, okay, and they talk about how like each of the characters as a child has kind of like a weakness and a strength that gets played upon, and are okay. kind of like related for a lot of them and it's like oh this kid is like very imaginative but has a stutter so he's like not good at communicating that imagination he's kind of like you know but one of the kids they're like his weakness is um that he's fat unfortunately uh Uh, (laughs) stephen king's listening to this podcast has really driven home to me the fat phobia of stephen king is like intense it's like it's a thing he's got okay God, my guy's got some, some stuff going on. I don't know. Like, anyway, it, yeah. This is this is an unnecessary diversion to talk about Stephen King's fat phobia. But yeah, no, fat phobia um, mixed with Stephen King sounds like a bad recipe because that's just oh, going to yeah. make for some some evil demonic some fat real people. gnarly descriptions and demonic fat people. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. But um, cool. in, anyway, anyway, <laughs> um, we love to see some some positive representation of yeah fat folks. Um, I guess Embor is maybe that. Well, not really. Yeah, it's, a, it's, uh, it's a Pokemon, but you know. As, as far as Pokemon designs go, as far as humanoid Pokemon designs go, we're, I think we're it's, reaching a little bit, maybe. But it's you know, I like is, Embor. All right, what do you we want? Gotta sh- we got to shout out what we can in, in our very particular wheelhouse, which <laughs> yeah, is Pokemon try. designs. So. We do our best. Oh <laughs> boy, howdy. <sighs> Gosh. Um, well, Brayden, do you know what that means? It means we get to talk about a, a new it Pokemon. We get to randomly select another Pokemon. Where will the wheel stop? We're going to spin it after this episode and, and watch for where it lands. Um, You're going to get a sneak preview, though. Yeah, it's going to sound like this. And if you can guess what that Pokemon's name is, you have to tell us. You are legally obligated as a listener of Beyond the Ball. To try and find out what the Pokemon is. You won't get a prize. We won't shout you out, but you do have to tell us. And we haven't pursued legal action against any of you who haven't been playing the game all this time. But, like, this is uh We've, we've got our lawyers working two on or it. whatever. Yeah, we're on a network now. We have legal. We have right. a, le- a legal department. We Why don't. do you think Will There's went to, no went to, to pre-law have. school? <laughs> to sue you for not playing our game. Why won't you have fun? Play with Play us. Play our stupid impossible game. <laughs> Oh gosh, you don't have to do that, but you do have to um, uh, congratulate yourself for listening to our podcast, which I mm. thank you for every yes. week. Um, it means a lot to us that you choose to, to hang out and listen to us talk about Pokemon. It really does. Um, and thank you, of course, to PokemonDB.net and Bulbapedia for all of uh, their their useful, um, handy info that I use for for our show. And yeah, um, as we'll mentioned. Um, but moments ago, uh, thank you to Partyfish Media, our, our podcast network and, and family of, of, of podcast shows. If you need more podcast shows to listen to, go to Partyfish Media. Partyfish. Partyfish.media? Yes, thank you. I believe is yes. the URL. 
I was getting there, but I, I fell apart because um, this podcast has been going on so long. It's okay. I care deeply about my friends. Oh, thank you, Will. I won't let you fall. Uh, appreciate it. Um, yeah, and uh, remember to care deeply about uh, the the folks around you as uh, things are bad in our country. Things uh, are very bad. Uh, donate to local abortion funds and, and support protesters um, as you are able and and gosh, uh, just uh, you know, keep uh, keep the faith. You know, um, we're we're in some bad times, but uh, it'll it'll only get better if we if we stick to it and do our best. And shucks, good good luck out there. Stay safe. Yeah. Um, I got nothing. I'm tapped out. Yeah. No. Under- <laughs> I'm sorry. Understandably. This it's- is yeah. It's been a, sure has been a week. Uh, I hope everybody's okay. Yeah. Take care of each other. Yeah. Look to Um, your community. Absolutely. We love you. Yep. Um, My name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliot Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.